This is Wisdom for Your Week. Hey, I'm so delighted to present to you another episode of Wisdom for Your Week. And if you're saying, oh, damn, it's been a minute, you're right in that because I've been away for a couple of weeks working on some really fantastic products, services, and solutions that I believe will lift your life. If you were at my last live event, Upgrade Life, where I talked about the seven business systems that the world's greatest leaders and achievers used to advance their businesses and organizations, kudos to you. We had such a fantastic time. In fact, if you will, a phenomenal time. Time. Now, if you were not there, my question is, where were you and what were you doing? Well, the good thing now is that you have the opportunity to access the audio material and the video material and the slides. And all you have to do is to get in touch with me and I'll finish you with the details of how to get those material. Now, in this podcast, I'm going to be addressing something, something that every human deals with at some point or the other. It doesn't matter how strong you are, it doesn't matter how dynamic you are, how gifted you are, at some point you have had to deal with this. And I'll be telling you how to crush its poisonous pangs once and for all. Stay tuned because this podcast is going to shift you into a fear-free experience. I'll be back to tell you more. You are born for a special purpose. You were divinely designed to make a positive difference in this world. Be empowered as Dami shares words of wisdom to help you unleash your true glory. Receive a fresh infusion of faith to take on the amazing possibilities of this week. This is Wisdom for Your Week. This podcast is all about dealing with fear. And fear is something that we've had to deal with. Now, some of us have been very successful at dealing with fear, but many of us have not been successful when it comes to dealing with fear. We have had ourselves limited, hampered, held back, restricted. We have found ourselves being cornered, cowering in the trenches, fearful and forlorn, turned apart in different directions because of the spirit of fear. Now let me ask you a question. Do you remember a time in your life where you were so afraid? Maybe you're actually at that place right now because of the economy, because of increase in prices, because of circumstances, because of a personal situation or a personal crisis, because of some money that you're owing or a bill you're not able to pay yet. Maybe you find yourself in a place where you're so scared and all alone because your best friends are no longer beside you, your opportunities are dissolving in front of you, a contract that you thought you had is nowhere to be found and some doors have been closed, some supplies are not coming through, some vendors are no longer available. You might be afraid, but I want to assure you of this, that that fear does you no good and that fear has no right over your life. The truth of the matter is I've been in situations before where I was scared and I was not sure of what the future would be. When I became more conscious of my problems than my potential, there have been times in my life when I became more conscious of my surrounding circumstances than my inner revelation. But here's what I've come to discover through time, that fear always magnifies the wrong, but faith becomes the power that I have to crush every fear in my life. 
So let me talk to you about a certain man in the Bible whose name was Job. Job was a very wealthy man. As a matter of fact, the writer of the book of Job makes it very clear to us that he was the wealthiest man in the East. Now think about that. When you say he was the wealthiest man in the East, <laughs> that means that he was rich. He was very wealthy. He had material acquisition. He had thousands and thousands of livestock. When you hear that somebody has thousands and thousands of livestock, when you're told that a certain human being had 7,000 sheep and 3,000 camels and 500 yoke of oxen and 500 female donkeys and a very great household, the issue there is not just what he had in terms of material acquisition, but also what he possessed in terms of real estate. Because for you to have 7,000 sheep that means you had enough real estate for them to graze for them to walk on for them to be sheltered by he was a very wealthy man but here is something that happened to him a lot of evil came upon him the devil attacked him and there was a lightning the struck and next thing that happened his sons and his daughters were consumed the next thing that happened his livestock was consumed the next thing that happened all that he had went down the drain. But here is something I observed in the book of Job chapter 3 verse 25. It says, For the thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. It says, The thing which I greatly feared is come upon me, and that which I was afraid of is come unto me. So Job was saying that these things that are happening to me, they happened to me first off in the realm of my thoughts. I was afraid of them. I was unsure of the abiding presence of God. I became more conscious of what the enemy could do, what the devil could do, than what God could do. And anytime we're afraid, it is often because we are more aware. We've chosen to become more conscious of the negativity around us, the evil around us, the pain around us, the crisis around us, the distress around us, the sickness around us, the sadness around us, the sorrow around us. We have become more conscious of those things than the God within us. So one of the things I want to do today is to talk to you about the God within you. Please understand that no matter how dire the circumstances of your life are right now, there is a God who placed you here in the first place. Like I like to tell my friends and people who are close to me, you never wrote an application letter to be born. You never queued up somewhere in heaven asking God to give birth to you or send you through your dad and your mom. You never had a face before this world when you were actually actively involved in your life. That means that there is a grand creator with a grand design, with grand resources to take care of your life. That there is a God who has not abandoned you, forsaken you, dumped you, and is no longer interested in you, but there is a God who has a definite plan. And I want you to become aware of that God. It is that God that determines the times and the seasons. He understands the speed of every wind, the size of every cloud, the rhythm of every the cycles of every sea. He understands the dynamics of day and night. He sets into motion the rhythm of the birds as the chirp in the midnight hour and the fish that swim in the belly of the ocean. And that's him. God is able to take care of you. You might say, but damn it, you don't understand what I'm going through. You have no idea what my circumstances are. That is true. I don't know what you're going through and I don't know the details of your circumstances, but this is what I do know. That there is a 
God who's closer to you than I am. There is a God who hears your heartbeat and your heartache. There is a God who's connected to the specifics of your situation. And I want to challenge you that you have no right to live in fear. You have no reason to live in fear. The God who created you from the beginning of time, the God who orders your steps and who has guided you through the changing sins of your life is still alive and is committed to you. About two weeks ago, I was inspired to write this on Instagram. And if you're not following me on Instagram, you want to follow me on Instagram because you get some really good stuff. I said, fear free. I lost all my fears to the one who's feared the most. To live in fear is to die in installments. Fear often masquerades itself as extended contemplation, protracted analysis, caution or precaution, but it is what it is. F-E-A-R. Fear. It fights to be seen. It pushes to be heard. It brandishes its poisonous fangs through every opportunity. It creeps and crawls through mass media, traditional media and social media. It's never satisfied with a few seconds of fame. It wants to fill up every frame and take over every game. It even finds its way into many sermons and messages wearing forms of piety. Some preachers preach it. Some teachers teach it. Some professors profess it. Some friends befriend it not me i am tolerant of many things but fear isn't one of them friendly with many people but not fear my earthly father doesn't trade it my heavenly father doesn't give it it is evil it is from the the evil the distributor of evil the devil why should i fear when my father controls the ways of the sea and the tides of time he sits supreme across the expanse of eternity has never burned a dime why should i fear when my god is feared the most from coast to coast by every host revered by those who love him avoided by those who hate him feared nonetheless his clothes in robes of fire demons call him sire why should should I fear when I'm eternally loved and generously lavished with all the resources I need for life and godliness by the one who owns it all? When angels are constantly fighting for me, even in realms where my physical frame does not strut through? Why should I allow fear rip me into shreds when the healing streams of love flow through my being, rhythms of affection pour through my soul, gliding through my words and actions into the lives of those I serve? I may not always have cash at my fingertips. I may not always have the sweetest songs lacing my lips. But this is my decision. I love the fear-free life. I live the fear-free life. I want to encourage you that the way to live a fear-free life is to become conscious of the abiding presence of God. When you become conscious of the fact that your maker and your creator is right where you are, no matter what the circumstances are, no matter how tough the situation is, you can stand strong and you can grow through them because God is with you. As you go into this way, go with a consciousness of his presence. Let's pray. God, I thank you so much because your love and your light shine upon our lives. Today, I take authority over every form of fear trying to destroy the hearts of your sons and daughters. Every form of fear that chokes out creativity, that limits, that restricts and holds back. I destroy their grip right now in the name of Jesus. And I decree and declare that we leave the fear-free life. We're no longer held by the captivity of the devil, but we leave in peace and joy, bliss and gladness and happiness. In Jesus' name, we have prayed. 
Amen. Live the fear-free life. Don't allow fear invade your soul. Don't allow fear rule your thinking. Don't be like Job. Live above the storms and above the crisis and above the negativity in the environment or in your environment and shine the light of God's goodness everywhere you go. It's been a pleasure serving you again on this episode of Wisdom for Your Week. And remember that as you go out now, you are the answer to somebody's question. You are the solution to somebody's problem. So go out there today and every day for the rest of your life. Make a positive difference because the world is waiting for you. You have been blessed by these words of wisdom. Now pass it on and be a blessing to somebody too. If you would like to receive more insights for your spiritual growth, visit www.askdami.com wisdom. Have an amazing week!